Welcome to the Shift Gold Friday Gold Wrap, your weekly overview of precious metals and market updates. I'm your host, J.D. Bauman, and I'm here with my brother, Joel. Thanks for tuning in. Good to see you, Joel. How's your week been? Okay, all is well, other than I'm a little under the weather here, so bear with me for the next 10 or so minutes. Mm. Sorry to hear that. Uh, Shall we jump in? Yeah, let's go. Starting out with gold price action this week. Gold is trading at $2,036 an ounce. It's down about $20 an ounce since this time last week. Moving to silver, it's trading at $22.81 an ounce, uh, down 45 cents since this time last week. The dollar index is trading at 103.1 and the VIX at 13.6. The biggest drop in gold was on Wednesday. There was continuing decline from the previous day. This was mostly influenced by robust retail sales numbers and a strengthening dollar. It was also further driven down from remarks from the Fed official, Christopher Waller, uh, who indicated that the central bank isn't in any rush to ease monetary policy. We did see an uptick this morning. There is a stopgap bill in Congress to fund the federal government through early March and prevent a partial shutdown. Joel, any other news from this week on gold price action? Yeah, it's nice to see prices come down. It gives entry points. Uh, personally, got one of my silver orders filled. And in general, um, the gold dealer market in the US is a little bit soft right now. So dealers are actually stockpiling inventory. Mints aren't getting their orders filled. There's no allocations happening. So the nice thing is premiums on all products on the physical side are coming down, uh, especially on sovereigns. In general, if you enter the market on a big technical support level, like silver right now is in the 22 handle with 22 being a a very prime level, a lot of commercial limit orders. If you enter the market at one of those points combined with a low premium, because as a reminder, buying physical is there's two variables. There's spot plus the cost over spot or the premium, as they call it. Those two numbers combined give you the total out-the-door delivered price. But when you can get a good technical fill with low premiums, you're you're building the recipe for success. Like It's going to be an order that anyone who fulfills fills their tickets at these prices, they're not going to regret it in two or three months. So Nice. It's good having Peter back from Puerto Rico, and we can expect a lot more content from him. I look forward to whenever his his Shift Gold Radio episode comes out each week. Just a few quick notes from last week's podcast. We touched on it in our Friday uh, Gold Weekly Wrap, but there were the jobs numbers, the revisions that we're expecting, uh, which makes an allegedly strong jobs report look much less mm, strong, yeah. uh, much more sickly. We have a good article on that on our on our website, on Peter's blog. Uh, but also looking at what what that jobs report does for the selection cycle, it definitely boosts this narrative that the economy is doing well, uh, and that coddles the image of the current administration and the current Fed. So everybody's happy, yay! <laughs> Joel, what, what are what what are some other takes from the podcast that you picked up on? Yeah, you're, uh, nice. You're right. Having Peter back in, we can. It's always good to hear from him and get more content. One really interesting note is it was spurred on by one of the CNBC pundits that was talking about the social security trusts, uh, how the currently on their running deficit, they expect to be just completely depleted by 2034. We're gonna have to borrow to 
offset because there's just there's not enough assets on account. They're, they're, they've been selling, they've been dipping their hand into the cookie jar to finance other government expenses and liabilities. So Peter pointed out, he's like, hey, we're going to run out even sooner than 2034. And he mentioned the fact that they are selling these treasuries, like they're even taking capital losses on the on the accounts to finance the deficits. And that's another, he, Peter didn't harp on this enough, but when you sell, anyone selling bonds in the last year, they're taking a huge capital loss because for the last 15 years, if a bond's been trading at, um, this is the treasuries that is, if we've been at zero bound on the short end of the curves and like floating around the 1.6 to 2% rates on the longer term curves, all those bonds are selling at a discount. So the money parked in there, the money that they deferred and pulled out of out of individuals' payrolls, they parked them in the treasuries, and now they're unloading them at a capital loss. It's just a double whammy, and it's it, Peter's right. Like the funds are going to run out mm. even faster than than was projected at this rate. Mm. Mm. Another big headline affecting the markets this week is actually the retail sales numbers, which came out higher than expected, point uh, six for the last month instead of point four. And this was especially in clothing accessory purchases. Joel, is this all good news? Or I know I, th- I don't think Peter touched on this in his podcast, but uh, I know this is boosting the Fed's resolve to maybe wait a little bit longer to lower interest rates. Peter touched on it a little bit on the last week's podcast, where he was just flabbergasted by all this all this spending and how consumer credit has hit over the five trillion dollar mark. It's it's bigger than it's been. Um, in, in, in the recent years. And just to add more color to that, at least here on the shift team is we've noticed it's not just, it's not just that credit ex- is expanding and people are just spending more. I think Peter made the comment, interest rates aren't even high enough to justify like, Hey, if, if, if people are still spending and they're not scared of these death consumer interest rates, interest rates aren't even high enough. Like they need to go higher. Cause that's, that has to discourage spending. I, I think he's actually missing the mark on some of these consumption. We wrote a piece on doom spending that was published last Saturday that focused on the fact that one out of four Americans, according to the, the CNBC study survey that they were looking at, is just YOLO. They're just they're exhausted. Everything is a crisis and they're just throwing in the towel and saying, I can't afford housing. I can barely afford my car payments, can't mm. afford healthcare costs. My job isn't keeping up with inflation. Just there's a younger generation that's just all but thrown in the towel. And we've seen it in this like capitulatory spending where if they have any credit left on their credit cards, they're just going for it. Retailers were expecting kind of a cold Christmas where sales weren't going to be too hot. It came in much better than expected. And it's because of this segment, this quarter of Americans that are living paycheck to paycheck, hitting the gas on the little bit of credit they have. Well, looking at the week ahead, we have some big U.S. Michigan consumer sentiment uh, survey numbers coming out at 10 a.m. So that that's a big number to watch out for because even though the Fed and the administration is saying, oh, everything's great, inflation's gone down, consumers don't believe it. Like Everyday Americans don't believe that inflation uh, really has come down significantly. They don't think it's, gonna, it's going to be down in um, a few months from now. They think things are going to go uh, worse from here. So that's what we've been seeing from the U.S.-Michigan Consumer Sentiment Survey. So we'll see if that data continues to hold. Anything you're looking forward to in the week ahead, Joel? 
Uh, I haven't looked at the Ford Week calendar, so I, I'm going to take a look at that this weekend and take some time there. But overall, just uh, we're golden and silver. I, I, hopefully, we get we retest 22 level on silver again to give more people a great chance at good fills. And then on gold, if we can get like 1980, like that would be an awesome entry point for any gold order. So that's that's what I'm looking forward to, just beefing up my personal portfolio for 24. And Nice. Well, we're going to close here with a quote of the week. We have Von Mises, he who is unfit to serve his fellow citizens wants to rule them. Mm. Thanks for listening this week, and we'll be back next week.